Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Oh my gosh, Money in the Bank is just a couple weeks away and everything's shaping up. Becky Two Bells has a challenger, tag teams are flying all over the place, and are you ready to get zacked? It's a Monday Night Raw after show and it starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz yeah. Oh! 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 oh. oh. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Man, I swear, man. How's everyone doing out there in the world coming off one of the greatest weekends ever for Nerddom? In fact, that's the reason co-hosts TK and Everett are not in studio. Uh, they went and saw Endgame last weekend and are taking the night off to recover. That's how intense it is. My name is Lobo Boys. Thanks for tuning in to the Monday Night Raw After Show. I'm being joined by the man, the myth, the legend, crawling on his hands and knees, even though he's at 100%, but he's still the man, hashtag heel Jim, Jim Alexander. Man, I'm at like 20% right now, and the tank is going empty. If I look like death, it's because I'm feeling like it. So what happened? Man? I don't know party or what? Listen, I don't know. Something hit me where I can't even hear anything. Like, yeah. I have the biggest head congestion, so anyone, any remedies for a sinus infection or whatnot... Hit me up because I don't know if I need a trip to the doctor or to the Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> that means no one can hear you, boo. You can boo <laughs> Heal Jim right now using uh, our chat right now, live chat uh, right here on YouTube. We're looking at all the comments. And if you want to support the show and you're in the chat, we have the super chat function. That's the way that you can say thanks. All right, Monday Night okay. Raw, three weeks out of Money in the Bank. The car seemed like it came out of nowhere overnight uh, with both the male and the female uh, participants. Before we get into all of that, overall impressions of the show. What do you think, Jim? I thought it was a solid Raw. Solid? Yeah. I mean, we're now starting to establish after the, the shakeup, right? Things are starting to even out. You're starting to see the new feuds. I thought it was a good show. I know what direction they're going for Money in the Bank, even though it's being really quickly put together. Okay, we'll but I think that. we're... We know the direction where things are going. I'm actually looking forward to Money in Bank. It looks like I'm a SummerSlam guy. That's like my WrestleMania. That's the, the pay-per-view, the first one I ever saw. Uh, the first one I ever saw on video. The, the first one I saw in the Attitude Era was all SummerSlams. Um, so I'm like, excited for that. I do think Money in the Bank opens that season. It, it did come pretty fast, but I like the fact that it's becoming like uh, a pay-per-view of merit. I think Backlash in that traditional spot for so many years has just been like, we're just going to do WrestleMania again, guys. Yep. Uh, woo! You know? Uh, how'd you feel about Alexa Bliss just coming out? Well, not coming out, but in two segments, announcing the Raw participants like that. No qualifying matches, no tournaments, anything like that. I like it because she's now getting back to the ring slowly, right? They're working her in, but she's still keeping up her segments. She's mm-hmm. still acting kind of like the host in a lot of ways. So I like you get two two views of Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Can't complain about that. Oh, Lord. And, uh, it's a family show, Jeff. <laughs> well... <laughs> Hey, no one's watching. Uh, <laughs> family, that is. Uh, but I like that you, you're utilizing her skills, right? So she's great on a mic. You get her to talk and host a segment, put over other segments in the same way. I think it's a perfect way, win-win situation. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm, I traditionally have been very neutral on Alexa Bliss. as like all of her career put together. Um, but it is seeing 
interesting to see how they're finding ways to use her. Like, find if there's a will, there's a way. And Alexa Bliss, you don't think she's a star. I won't say that. I, I think okay. she is I, what I call it's like a BMW superstar. Like all the tools are there. I'm, I know she's a great, but it's not my vibe. I'm, I'm an American car guy. I drive a Ford. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get that. A, yeah, yeah. I'm not knocking that. So the men uh, announced were Braun Strowman, Ricochet, uh, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Cor- Corbin. Any one of those guys scream Money in the Bank winner to you? At First all? of all, those are the four guys from the Raw brand. The There's going to be four be SmackDown. SmackDown. Correct. Here's the thing. We know with Braun Strowman, he's just there as a body, right? To do a spot, probably. He's right. not going over. Ricochet's an interesting choice. I think he could use it the most of anyone. I Honestly, from those four guys, I, I don't see anyone from SmackDown winning. I see one of these four guys winning it. Fair I mean, three cool. guys, because I'm discounting Braun. Uh, I think Ricochet could use it the most, and Baron Corbin. If you really want to put over Baron Corbin, like we've been saying, that yeah. push... You really want to get that second chance. He can use it also as part of the storyline. Like, here, I'm winning it again. This time, I'm not going to waste it, right? Fair enough. Um, and because I think Drew McIntyre, it would be almost too simple to give it to him because he can get over on his own. He can get a title match on his own without needing the money in a bank. So why are you discounting Braun Strowman? I mean, you said you want to build him up. This could be his rehab assignment. The Two-time monster in the back, back-to-back. I think they buried him too much. To It yeah. would be too big of a jump. Okay, so if, if you... Plus, he can always... If they want to do the cold cane thing where he's suddenly... Any week, he could be the, the dominant force. They can make that still with him. I yeah. think other guys are more needy. I think Ricochet could really use that. I think Baron Corbin could really use that. They need it more than the other guys who can get over kind of on their own. Ah, for sure. Uh, definitely, before we get to the women's side real quick, they end up having a tag team match in prom too, right? So you had uh, Braun and, and Ricochet against Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, which I thought was pretty interesting... Uh, Having on on Mike uh, Braun Strowman being the guy to call the match, it's almost like, oh, you're a super face. That I, I thought he was kind of doing the whole like, I am a monster, my man. But him saying, I'm teaming with Ricochet right now, so he's kind of like, cheer for me, please clap. You know, he's been a face for a while. For I just sure. think they're keeping it up. They, they they always do this little tease of like, well, here's how he can be so destructive and flipping a car, and then next thing he's just like pandering to the crowd. Yeah. You know, it's just like he's that kind of Big Show face, you know, when Big Show towards the twilight of his career, where he was that face where big giant, but yet also shaking hands. Yeah. I think that's what they're doing to Braun. Overall uh, impressions of that matchup, though, uh, those those four guys. Interesting. Involved. I mean, you have the smaller guy in Ricochet and Giant and Braun versus the two guys who have been working as a team, right? And, and Baron Corbin and Drew. Yeah. I thought it was an interesting matchup. I thought I so it. too. It was kind of interesting for me that that Ricochet got the pin with a shooting star press mm-hmm. and not the six thirty. Uh, my question is: Do you think they're going to soften up Ricochet as far as his character and make sure his moves are toned down, or am I reading too much into it? Maybe reading. It's only one match. It's we don't know match. yet. One match. But here's the thing: If you see it more often, then that's a thing. Yeah. You know, that's a good point that you've noticed right there yeah. that you know but maybe that's the thing we talked about maybe they're trying to we talked about this on nxt after show how they're trying to maybe take less bumps for him you know sure. trying to do the less high-flying things to preserve him in a lot of ways right and that's kind of like the, the wwe philosophy versus the independent philosophy right, right. Uh, but we won't get into that because the chat no, will like no, blow not up tonight no <laughs> the wrong guy here in the chair for that uh, on the women's side, the four uh, Raw women uh, have been chosen as well. Dana Brooke, Natalia, Naomi, and Alexa Bliss herself. Were any of those surprises? Uh, how kind of bare is the Raw women's division now? Like, they took everyone to SmackDown. Like, that's all you get. I mean, Natalia, okay, she's always like the solid kind of, you know, yeah. the safe pick, right? right. 
Dana Brooke, they, we've seen slight pushes of her lately, so I guess it makes sense for her to be there. Uh, Lexa Bliss, fine, the biggest star of them all, obviously, the most main event quality of them all. And who's the fourth one? Oh, Naomi. Naomi's getting a good push on Raw. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're building her. So she makes sense because they brought her over. They want to build her. She's been picking up wins. So I guess this is what you get on Raw because all the the top kind of women, they're Sasha Banks on a hiatus and everyone else is on SmackDown. Who else do you have? Well, Lacey, but she's occupied. Right. Uh, definitely a point. Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat with there. Like, I, I don't, I'm not knocking Dana Brooke or Natalia, but I felt like it came out of blue a little bit. There, There is this redemption storyline that's bubbling for Dana, but I feel like it's it's always been this, like, cat and mouse game. They don't want to go ahead and do it full push and get everyone on her. She'll, she'll say something like, it's my opportunity, and then you don't see her for a month. And Natalia, as talented as she is, she's definitely the, the cashest owner of that division. Someone comes oh, in, that's, that's, I'm serious, someone you know. comes in, they yeah. go over Natalia and yeah. it's like she's way too talented but I don't see her winning it unless there's some other like added like this is for her dad that would be last year I don't even know what will be the the the, the, the storyline reason for Natalia to go over but she's not that's the whole point she's just the safe yeah. worker that's the veteran that they know what they can expect from here's the thing about Dana Brooke She's talking about getting over, but she hasn't. Like, we're seeing Naomi actually get over. She's getting wins. She's going over in matches. She's getting, you know, the spotlight. Dana Brooke is only time she's just talking about it, you know? So it's like, this is a time, if they're actually going to go with something for her, she needs to pick up a win or look strong. Because the talking is just going to be like that gimmick. Or like, oh, I'm not underappreciated. I'm not getting over and still nothing. I know this is kind of a, almost a prediction, but SmackDown is tomorrow. Is there anyone on that roster you want to see in that match or possibly win that match? Because I do feel like you're right. It is kind of open on I mean, it's stacked on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, that Mandy Rose, my girl. I mean, this is a time for... But here, how about this? <laughs> she was doing everything. <laughs> Liv Morgan. Okay, I got her name right. Liv Smackdown, Morgan. Smackdown, they brought her over to SmackDown. She's now a singles competitor. Sure. Why not? This would be a strong way of getting her over on in a singles division, having her go over. I mean, she definitely should be in this match, but yeah. even winning it. I, for this, I see SmackDown winning the women's money in a big, for sure. Okay. With the Raw one, I see the men from Raw winning it, but with SmackDown, I just don't see who it would. Natalia won't get it. I mean, she doesn't... That push won't do much. Okay. Uh, Dana Brooke, unless they're really serious about pushing her... Maybe Naomi, but they need to show more that they're invested in her long term. And Lexa Bliss will be just too easy. She won it last year, and she doesn't need it. For sure. Uh, the chat is mostly saying Naomi. Uh, Dylan Matthews says Dana Brooke is getting a Sasha Banks spot in the match. Dang. Mm. Where are, are the Riot squads? Are they? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Are they, where are they? I have no idea where no, they are. No, they're just kind of forgotten, maybe? Okay, yeah. Oh, no, it's, uh, Dylan also said, put some respect on a tie, not hard thing. Hey, I am not knocking on I am not turning heel. I am a natural face. I'm as face as they come. <laughs> but let's be real. What, what was the last time Natalia had a long-term feud where she came out on top? I can't think of it. And, and it's been years. In, in a, she's so solid and dependable that she's an enhancement talent. You know, she's exactly. there to put over others. Exactly. And it, it's been her complained kind of throughout her career you know I, I think she deserves to be a main event or she should have but oh, yeah. that time has passed for her it mm -hmm. really has she's been around too long established in this mid-card like purgatory right right the, the, BMP, the BMP, <laughs> the Italian. Shout out yeah. to Evan Mack and Barry Mack for sure. That's right. Uh, <laughs> my pick, of course, to win that match. Uh, hopefully, she gets in the match on uh, SmackDown is my girl Bailey. But I'm a Bailey Mark. But it's uh. all good. Wait, wait. So before we go to the next topic, my man Jim, you have something to tell our fantastic fans and viewers out there. 
That's right. Thank you for sitting through. And I don't know how long I have going today with, with this health issue or whatever's going on. <laughs> You're going to survive the thank night, you, right? Yeah, I, I'm trying to. I was going to do an X sign or something. Uh, thanks for making us the ESPN of TV talk and tuning in and joining us on a chat today when we have when, when our full panel is out we'd like to interact especially more with you guys so thanks for commenting and definitely subscribe whenever you're there um raw after show that's the place to be in and, and nxt also so keep on commenting thanks for joining the chat keep it up and on itunes just give us five star rating and subscribe so you know you know the deal everyone uh, definitely off topic last last week i called out the smackdown team fantastic team if you guys don't watch that show and i was like look how come we don't have crossovers or superstar oh, yeah. of our own and we're thinking about doing a video game tournament we should have a 2k19 tournament with all the the wrestling mm. hosts I'm just putting it out there in the universe nothing sanctioned is wcw uncensored and just hopefully that happens can you make your crossover me and rosenberg like <laughs> yeah, this one i don't know how this <laughs> would go even yeah, like, it's like i don't know if i'm made for smackdown or i can <laughs> they can handle me in there right gabby on nxt tk over there on smackdown man be yeah it'd be awesome uh our next so we have our, our our superstar contract signing for the universal championship and of course contract signings always go always. according to plan aj styles and seth rollins now last week you were saying it's a great match on paper it's fantastic in real life but it's kind of rushed but now we're getting some story so how do you feel about that is it still kind of on still that rushed fashion? it's still rushed because what the pay-per-views uh, what Three, three weeks, weeks away. away. And this is, we're talking about SummerSlam. If right. you want to do that, that's what Survivor Series may be the next biggest thing. Honestly, oh. they should have held this out to at least, for me, WrestleMania. Okay. Honestly, you these are the two top guys. Okay. I don't see anyone coming in to uh, unseat either of them, right? Maybe if Lesnar, you can't depend on him. But here's the thing. These are the two guys. You should have a almost a year-long kind of teasing of a feud. Backstage interactions, you know, one day when we go against each other, like they did with Kofi and Seth, remember that little thing? Well, right. one day we'll get each other. They should be teasing this and teasing this until people would be jacked for this. If this came around like Rumble and you're seeing finally the seeds of it happening, what do we get now? What do you do? Like I said, the same thing that they did with WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. When you get all the, you know, put your all the eggs in the basket, what happens after? Now, if you're going to give this, it's they're going to deliver. We know right. that. right. On Money in a Bank, it's already stacked pay-per-view. You don't need them to, to be... Because you already have the Money in a Bank match to put the pay-per-view over. Th- that's just... They're giving too much for a pay-per-view that's already over. Okay. And this match should be held off. It's going to be a great match. The feud's good. Do you turn one of them heel? I mean, I mean that would be AJ, right? Well, Going yeah, over cause, heel. Cause luckily, that thing with Vince last year gave him that edge to be a tweener if need be. He can go, like, not super heel, but enough to go over it. But not, not to say I disagree with you, but here's a counterpoint. You're WWE. You have this giant, giant, like, touring schedule. You have these two top talents. You have Money in the Bank, which is definitely considered a minor pay-per-view of the big four. Why hold them back to WrestleMania? Why not give people a tease? Why not have the match be a non-finish? Why not do something else? Why not... Because it goes downhill from then on. And they're having the same problems they do now with Becky. It's like, where do you go? You have so much more programming. We just come off of WrestleMania, right? We're still on a WrestleMania high. These are the points. And you have the money in bake, so you're getting that early. It's usually in June to begin with. Why not stretch things out? They're rushing things. When you rush and throw everything out there... What else do we have to wait for in the in the dire months? Uh, you know, after SummerSlam in the fall, when September's, October's, even right. even in like June, July, 
what do you do then when you're throwing out these major feuds? Oh, yeah. So, like the chat, I uh, just had it here. Stephen Wynn says, Money in the Bank is the same day as the finale of Game of Thrones and they want the views. If that's the case, that will be interesting. I mean, I know WrestleMania always tries to avoid mm. Easter for that reason. Uh, and Sarju asks, will AJ and Seth be a cheated finish? I think so. There's no way. There's a, I would not see a clean has finish to be. there. It has to if be. If someone goes over, it just makes the other guy look weak. If, yeah. if Seth goes over AJ, then what is the whole point of him being that big acquisition and looking strong going forward. Right. You know? Uh, the the actual contract signing was pretty good as far as contract signings go. Uh, there were some cringeworthy moments in the promos on both ends. It's fine. Uh, they're not really used to working with each other. But right. definitely the, the schmas of having the fight and then the, 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 the plancha and then the phenomenal form to the table says, okay, Seth is great. He's formidable. So is AJ. It never rests, never rust. I'm on board. Now, if you could not put them on Money in the Bank, right? You, let's say you were saving okay. them for SummerSlam or Survivor yep. Series. What's our main event then on the Raw side? Um, Corbin versus... Uh, really? Corbin? Yeah. Corbin no, Cor- versus... Yeah, Corbin. He would have won that match versus AJ somehow, you know, with yeah. a cheap win or something. You just throw Corbin in there. Unless, like I said, there are plans for him to actually win it. You know, yeah. it's the only way. I thought Corbin was built enough and he had that little kind of burst, you know, after Mania with the angle thing and could have won that tournament, mini tournament, and you, you do that match. And it wouldn't be the worst match. Yeah. I, yeah. Because, like I said, Money Bank's already sold on the two Money in the Bank matches. You don't enough. care about the main events itself because the other stuff is the prize, the priority of the pay-per-view. Right. Look, I we always bag Corbin. I'm not saying I'm a Corbin fan, but he needs to be away from that main event. Whether you like him or hate him. I don't bag him. Uh, yeah, of course not. I like the fact now they're they're giving us reason to really hate him with his accolades and saying all that. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is really rich because he does have those notes. But to, to have that... Be the the he be the face of the bad period in WWE and post reset still having the the constable look and then having him in that post WrestleMania uh, pay per view main event that would just be too much. I it's think transition period right transition period means he gets down the card and give us Robert Roode or something. You know what I'm saying? That's true. We didn't see him tonight. We didn't see him tonight. See, that's that's another thing yeah. about tonight. Like you had a strong you know repackaging for him. Where's he tonight? You need to keep it consistent. You need to bring these guys out every week. We we needed to see him go over someone, someone tonight. And like this, he had a great debut, re-debut, and then what? We forget about him. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the deal. You have to spell your guys, but like push things out because it's a brand new character. Yeah. Um, like, well, what about our man Bray Wyatt? Right? Episode Listen, 2? Firefly I need a trip through Firefly. Maybe I'll get cured there, okay? Yeah. It just keeps yeah. on getting better, right? It, I have to agree. It is... I wasn't on board last week. I was kind of like, what is this? But this is definitely... As, as a writer, right? There's that, that character point of it. Like, I was this bad person. I'm mm-hmm. suppressing it. Huh, kids? And he's like trying to crack at the surface. You can buy the t-shirts at, at Shop Zone. It's awesome. nuts. Here's the thing. Do you think that they're rushing the the psychotic turn too fast. I'm seeing him become from, like, goody two-shoes to, like, like really psychotic. And today we saw more yeah. of it, you know? Um, even with the whole psychopath thing and then him showing those facial expressions. I think they're rushing too much. It needs to be a slower turn. Because, you know, because, like, this, he's already almost Bray Wyatt from before. Sure. You know, just with, like, a background of a g- different gimmick. Uh, you need to do that turn into a cycle, which we know it's inevitable, but do it slower. I think you're rushing it too quick. I, I agree with you that it does, but I really feel also the first week was definitely so, like, in the middle. 
they had to like spell it out for people. Maybe they didn't know like, what like the myself, reaction, right? Because yeah. I was like, "Well, have they gone off their rocker? Is it is it is it going to be the Funkasaurus of a Bray Wyatt? Oh no, he definitely has his lair. I got it. So I'm glad I got this one. But you're right. If he does that thing even more broad next week, yep. then I'll say it'd be a total rush job. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no-throw-up policy or a barista who's just too friendly or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense, reviewers complain about everything. Prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye-rolling. Each week, Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas, ghost tours in New Orleans, or DMVs in Phoenix. They nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor, and other review sites to find you the best of the worst. Listen to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach Two Sandy. Um, do you? They're think... keeping it. That's a good thing because they were almost going to pull it, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Do you think you he go. comes back by himself, or do you think that there's a stable happening there? I mean, no. he has friends on that show. He needs to be by himself. I mean, you could maybe use those caricatures. I don't know how they're going to do it mm-hmm. or utilize that. They have to. For me, this reminded me of a of a sadistic Pee Wee's Playhouse. Doesn't it? Kind of redundant, but yeah. But it does. I yeah. mean, even with the uh, the was the the hiney ho or what? I don't whatever is. What <laughs> yeah. is you know the guy in the in the, the box that yeah, he yeah. used to talk to. That's right. what. Um, what's her name? Um, Abby or I think yeah, it's Abby. Yeah, yeah, Abby. She was like yeah. in the window too. It was yeah. almost like reminiscent in so many ways. I think they're pulling it from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, I'm kind of old. I remember Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I had like the cat just hanging uh-huh. out, uh, Henrietta or something like that, or something like that. So. It definitely it pulls from a lot of things. Definitely bright colors, blues clues. If you're a certain age, sure. a little bit after my time, but uh, <laughs> it starts coming out with those songs. So we have the superstar shakeup a couple weeks in the, yep. the rearview mirror. We have all these new like exchanges and stuff. Um, definitely changing alliances. Uh, how'd you feel about the new Usos coming out to the ring singing their songs a la our truth? You know, guys, two face, yeah. almost too much of a face, yeah. right? They're kind of edgy. They were, they were good enough where they were right before when they do like, you know, on SmackDown, right? When they had the titles, they were kind of, because they turned him heel and then they turned him kind of face again. Sure. So like their last few weeks on SmackDown leading up to WrestleMania, that's the kind of character they need to roll with. I know they're funnier now in a lot of ways and they're, you know, kind of kayfabe talking about the arrests and all that, but it's too gimmicky almost. Like okay. these guys are... They're cool heels in a sense, like slash they they blur the line between heels and faces, you know, yeah. but they're cool enough where people accept them as faces. Now they're just going straight up bona fide faces. Yeah, uh, that to me was a little disappointing because I think I was the kind of person that kind of forgot about the Usos. Not that they're bad again, but it was kind of like, oh, you're on SmackDown, you're buried or whatever. Right. And they bubble themselves up to the top, got traded to Raw. And it's one thing you came out more happier to your music or sort of pointing at the crowd, but you're giving us the, everybody say, what's up? And they're in Kentucky, mind you. I don't think the, I don't think the people out there even know. I don't know going know. over there. Yeah, but... I don't know if they have the, the, the lyrics to their songs uh, already uh, memorized or anything. But to me, it seemed weird. Uh, there was a missed audio cue there, and it kind of went over to the revival in that little prank video, which was a throwback to the Attitude Era, but in all the wrong ways. So, I want to know your opinion about that. You're the revival, right? The rumors are swirling that you weren't happy, but then there are new rumors that you signed an extension or what have you, um, and then you're portrayed in a storyline where you're caught shaving your partner's back. I love you, Jim, but I would never do that for you, no matter how much you tag team (laughs) on the show. No worries. Uh, Yeah, they're they're the 
pun of the joke, right? right? They're the pun of the joke for the Usos. So Usos are the ones that are, are over, that matter. And they're the guys that are kind of, they're bunt of the jokes, right? right. So once again, that doesn't put the revival over. They're, yeah. they're the clowns, right, in this scenario. So I don't like it. I think you need to make them look stronger and then just be like, a, it's a fun bit backstage. It's funny. Yeah. But it's one of that kind of potty humor, you know, that sort of thing. And it, if you're trying to build a division and tag teams, like that doesn't do any favors for them. It seems very pre-reset. Uh, the whole AOP and Drake Maverick with the ping on the road type deal from back last fall. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah that's just, right. It just seemed like the kind of storyline that right. they were trying to avoid doing. But then it was like we were backstage and that's what we got, right? Uh, but speaking of faces, uh, Miz got his first ascended cheer that I can remember uh, here. He's a bona fide face. He is. Uh, has Lashley on Miz TV, right? Which... Now we did talk- they explain Leo Rush or did I miss it completely? No, no. Lashley is a new Bobby Lashley is a new person talking okay. to himself in the third person. Mm. Uh, we've seen the Miss TV thing gimmick a lot of times, and we've seen Lashley come out in these shows and be made full of. But I would say this: as much as I am the first one to admit this, I've ragged on Lashley for being a cardboard box or a pylon yep, yep. or whatever. This is the first time I did not like Lashley for all the good reasons. Like, I felt like, okay, this is the reason why I should hate this guy. And maybe credit to The Miz, or maybe credit to, to, to Bobby Lashley himself for taking it over, but I really felt like Miz was a good guy, and then there was someone I wanted to see beat, and that's Lashley. And here's the thing. Maybe the crutch of Leo Rush being the, you know, the talking head is helpful to Lashley, not having him around, right? Where do you put Leo Rush then? If they're, like, uh, divorced. I, I think Leo Rush will be out for a while. What? You would, yeah. you would like, cut Leo Rush? like Or, like, reassign him? Or? Oh, I think he's... Probably 205 Live or NXT. He's a man of the hour. Not if you're reading some of the gossip, whatever's going on. We don't know the whole story there, but there's do. some heat. <laughs> um, but I don't. where does he fit it on a main roster? Well, you know, he's on this app where you can like pay 20 bucks. He'll cut a promo on you. It's pretty cool. What, 20 bucks, I think? Yeah. He's the cheapest one of them all. So. <laughs> I'm just saying. There you go. <laughs> if I were to have low cut self-esteem, a, pay a little rest. I'll cut a promo for free when I'm healthy. So. <laughs> a hashtag Hill Jim. What say you guys in the chat? Uh, yeah, so yeah, also Gallows and Anderson were in that segment too. So they yeah. got moved to Raw, surprisingly. Uh, surprising. I, Didn't they ask for a release too? I, I, I thought they did. So they, I think their only reason there, if they go with an AJ heel turn, they're going to form the uh, the Bullet Club. Will they call the Bullet Club? I, obviously not. They've I'm, been teasing it whenever they had like these little, you know, interbrand things or, you know, when they were on SmackDown when AJ was there. They yeah. had a few matches together. But I like Bullet Club better. I like that when he was the Balor. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Well, that's not going to happen for right. sure. So uh, so Shane comes out of this whole segment mm-hmm. uh, and lifts Lashley's hand. Not sure if he's managing Lashley, but the implication is there. And he somehow chokes out the Miz. I thought this segment would have been perfect to move Miz on to somebody else without Shane O'Mac. What is the deal of having... What is the deal with having Shane McMahon be that guy again? Still! Here's the thing. I thought of all the feuds at WrestleMania, he they did. closed the chapter on theirs. I personally thought they stole the show at Mania. I did. I will stick Shaking to it. my head no. I will. I do. They, they really did. And for them, wow. that's the way you close it, right? I mean, Shane went over, but it's fine because both look strong in that. They both beat the heck out of each other. Right. What's their left? You know, you can't go more brutal than what they did at WrestleMania. So for them to get a cage match is going a step backwards in a way and extending the feud. I'm oh, I'm not hating the feud. I just think they maximize it already. So yeah. what's there left to do? Because um, we could have seen 
uh, there's enough legs to this storyline where you can continue with no, it. Although they need to remove Miz's father. Like you've used that Agreed. up. Agreed. That is like way used up at this Agreed. point. It didn't make sense from a logical standpoint. Right. It, but they're still using that and that's another bad crutch. Right. Uh, so the, it just feels forced. The whole impetus of having his his dad there was they were a tag team and they won and dad loved them. Totally forgetting the fact that Miz had won the tag team championships with Morrison and all these other guys. Right. That made no sense. So you had this match, but did not steal WrestleMania because no one's talking about it except for you, Jim. <laughs> well, here's another thing. Are they keeping it around just to keep Shane's character? Because who's a Shane feud with? If, is he like an active kind of a wrestler? So if they want to keep this whole gimmick of Beston where he's a bona fide heel, yeah. then he needs a new opponent. Like this, they don't have anyone for him. So the only thing that's keeping it alive is the Miz feud. I, I don't, I, I really, I, I know this sounds completely cynical out there, guys in the chat let me know but i felt like they just kept this to make crown jewel relevant i don't understand like Could she, she Could doesn't be. need it I mean, he doesn't Could need be. it he's what in his like 50s in his 50s now or like 40s no, i think late 40s he's in his late 40s he's not an active competitor he doesn't wrestle right. all the time they said that there's no general managers even though nxt nxt uk and 205 live have general managers yep. so but you have shane coming out on both brands now and for what is anyone buying shane merchandise is Shane going on the Today Show? <laughs> I have no idea. Have you watched Shane's cookbook? I have no idea what they're doing it for. And and personally, this is probably from, from many, many years of watching it on TV and playing the games. Cage matches are my least favorite stipulation. You can't well, see they, what's going on. Right? They kind of changed them over the years. Like, yeah. I liked it when you had to climb out of the, the old like school days. <laughs> yeah, well, the old school days where you actually yeah. had to climb out of a cage. Now, just everyone opens the door. or Like, you know, it's not really... The purpose of a cage doesn't serve its justice because it's not... Right. It's not it's not like a hell in a cell in a way. You know, and even hell in a cell, um, it's sort of like watered down at this point. Well, sure. I mean, but you can't but the cage man doesn't do it, especially for this feud where they already did the most they could. If there's such a thing as a filler stipulation, it's like cage matches and, and street fights are always the right. ones where it's yeah. like Okay. No holds barred, or yeah, yeah. No, no holds barred. Remember those those times when, when Raw had like the the vote for your match stipulation? They were the oh, yeah. same thing three times. That's right. Like no DQ, street fight, no holds barred. You know, pick one. You must be pick a winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so crazy. Uh, now we're going to time for our special segment. Uh. One we're going to call it's a new one. It's called Superstar Stock Exchange. Love oh. it. Yeah. Nice. Shane, money, 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 money. <laughs> Start doing the little like walk he does. Uh, basically, we're going to do a rapid fire segment of our superstars that didn't get a lot of time today on Monday Night Raw. And we'll say, if you were going to buy, sell, or trade stocking them, what would you do? So, Jim, you ready? Yep. Sami Zayn comes on out with a promo, still talking the bad stuff to the audience. You're watching at home by yourself. Uh, do I have his stock already or no? Do I have to buy it or yeah, sell? Yeah, yeah, you can buy it. Here's the thing. I, I bought his stock a couple weeks ago, and I was just going to sell it last week, but this week he saved himself. I thought it was the best of his promos. Yeah. It was finally logical, which was the problem last week. So it just didn't make sense. Uh, I'm buying it. I'm keeping the stock for a while. It's a sell for me, man. Sami Zayn has to do something fast in the ring for me to keep carrying. That's just the way mm-hmm. I see okay, things. Okay, I see that. Uh, our man Samoa Joe, the, the U.S. champ, one of the most dominant-looking U.S. champs in recent history, but loses a Rey Mysterio after a three-week match, uh, three weeks from WrestleMania when they went uh, 65 seconds by herself. Selling. Absolutely selling, selling, Samoa, selling Joe. Samoa Joe. Because, look, he, he got that title, and we don't even know it. We, we, he had the most unceremonious switch to Raw, first of all. Yeah. I know he was sick or something backstage, but still, they c- could have hyped it up better. This run with the U.S. title has done nothing for him, really. He hasn't been featured. He's had a short squash match of Ray right at Mania, but that didn't really put him over. Hmm. you know. And, and now he lost a couple weeks in a row. Uh, it's just not looking like a guy that you want to, you know, put over or, or like the second guy with a singles title on a brand, right? And it, the 
this is their intercontinental title version right now on Raw with the U.S. So you need to make them look stronger and more relevant. It just hasn't looked so far like that. I disagree. Joe is getting the cheers again, and definitely it's this all SmackDown afterburn. I think this first Raw few we won, he'll go over and be more dominant. Hope so. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Division as a whole, we got a lot more teams in the mix. Hawkins and Ryder, Lucha House Party, Viking Raiders, and Revival and Uso. They're all getting time after so many months of not being featured. Raw Tag Team Division by herself. So, absolutely top heavy and then really weak. Top heavy, um, Viking Raiders, I guess that's what yeah, they call them. Don't call it boy. Usos, and then what? You you mentioning Lucha House Party is a, not a good thing. Okay, <laughs> that is like the lowest of low. On a, yeah. I mean, these guys are basically jobbers in an, in an act, right? And then I am never going to buy Zack Ryder and Hawkins because remember they were jobbers for the last ten years, and suddenly you're supposed to believe in them as some sort of leg- legitimate tag team. Yeah. For me, they're still on the on the bottom. And who else is really that revival or not getting booked properly? Sure. They have the potential to. And then, look, the Rude and Gable, as much as we didn't care for him, but that's a team that's been broken up. Mm-hmm. You lost some teams, right? I mean, I don't know who else. I mean, that's that's top-heavy with, like, two major teams, and then everyone else seems weak. I absolutely agree. It definitely looks like... As much as I love Lucha House Party and their merchandise on WWEshop.com, I'm selling it right now until something mm-hmm. big happens. <laughs> That concludes Superstar Stock Exchange. That was pretty fun. I like that. Yeah, I like uh, that. Yeah, Good for segment. sure. So, but we got the women's division, right? We got yep. Becky Two Belts, your favorite women's wrestler of all time, no. taking putting up both belts on the line at Money in the Bank, which means it's not a unification match. I thought it was unified, but I guess she's going to wrestle for for both of them against Lacey Evans. Now, Lacey has very very quickly has shown that she's a formidable competitor. I am still worried she's being fed to Becky. Doesn't show her dominance or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, back to the the problem we're having last week, the week before. If Lacey goes in the money in the bank and does not win, uh, clean or whatever, where does she go? Here's the problem: she's dropping the title to Charlotte. Okay. I'm seeing that because you need the title back on SmackDown and. There's a reason why it's Charlotte wrestling, right? So they're yeah. going to give it back to Charlotte. She's going to be the queen of SmackDown in that sense. So she's going to drop it somehow to Charlotte. What do you do with Lacey? I think she would be better off dropping it to Lacey in a sense because that would make her look stronger. And then she'd still have the SmackDown title, but they want to move her to Raw. That's mm-hmm. the plan for Becky. Now, Lacey can't win the title. And she's not dropping two titles in one night. Right. The only way Lacey gets over is like a disqualification beatdown where she can look strong. Um and be disqualified and have Becky retained that way. That's the only way you book that because she can't go over clean on on Lacey. Yeah. She cannot. If she does, it's all scrapped. Yeah. Uh, in that way, Lacey's just like a false advertising in a lot of ways. She's losing one of the time. I just don't like these two pay per view. Wait for the next pay per view to to have a other title match. You know, I know they're trying to make Becky this like undefeated. You know, like the like the Goldberg almost of <laughs> really. First it was Austin, now it's Goldberg. Yeah, that was Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. She's not losing, and she has all the titles. But he, you overbooked it again. Okay. She's fighting two matches, and then she's got to drop one title, and then one competitor that's really they're trying to build. And how do you make them look strong and good? Yeah, it's a tough thing. And once again, I'm just. Bored with Becky's promos. It's the same thing every week now after Mania. She's the man. Oh, Becky two belts. I'm the man. You know, I can take on anyone. Like, it's just redundant. What has she done this week that she didn't do the last two weeks? Absolutely nothing. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. And it's like, this is what I said about Becky. You know, it was it was a hot run, mm-hmm. but now we will see what kind of a star she is. Because Charlotte doesn't need to go to to these. Even Alexa. For me, Alexa and Charlotte are the two bona fide stars okay. in a women's division. Like they just exude stardom. 
And because why? Because every week there's something different about them. Even if they do similar gimmicks, even their promos are different. You know, right. they don't need to have the same thing. With Becky, just seeing the same promo, I could have watched tonight's promo two weeks ago, and it's the same thing she's saying. Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. As much as I was on like the thing where she's a good talent, but this storyline's overbooked. It's after, it's post Ronda, and now I have not seen anything to really like you know latch on or anything. Yeah, what's new? What's new? There is nothing new. Yeah. Look, it is interesting to me that she has two separate matches. I felt like uh, in the Attitude Era when when Kurt Angle had both the Intercontinental and the European, he like put both in one match mm-hmm. and he lost them both the same night. But this one having two distinct uh, time in May. Um, one can cause the, the loss of the other, you know? True. Yeah. So Money in the Bank uh, is coming live from Hartford, Connecticut at the XL Center about three weeks' time. Uh, let's go with this card real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Becky Lynch taking on Lacey Evans, and she's taking on Charlotte Flair, uh, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, Roman Reigns against Elias, uh, and the two Money in the Bank matches, and the Miz-Shane Cage matches. Honestly, it, this is like a SummerSlam slash Rumble kind of card this is one of the best cards they've had in a long time like i would even put up with the wrestlemania card because yeah. you're seeing fresh matchups here okay you're seeing elias roman like a fresh and new aj versus rollins new you know becky versus lacy and and of course you know we're gonna get a great match from charlotte and becky like you are seeing fresh good feuds and matches and plus the money and bank matches this is a almost a, a card that almost could rival wrestlemania so why not do it why not do just, it? You have no faith in long term planning. Quick. No, I don't. Because like, well, look what's happened. My prediction okay. have worked out. Look at what yeah. Becky long term planning sure. was all for the moment, and now what? And the same thing with Rollins and AJ. All for the moment, then what? Yeah. So do you think then? This is me speculating now because I know in the the fall they had the May Young Classic, right? Yep. Do you think now that's going to be some kind of implication for that title match or anything like that? They will put that as part of like uh, the winning package, no, if they will. I don't think they gonna it keep matters it with, enough. Like, the NXT thing? Okay. Yeah, it's more of an NXT kind of side thing. I think we we finally saw what they think of NXT the last few weeks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what's going from the chat? The chat pretty much agrees with you saying the, the, oh, the wow. card looks pretty <laughs> shocking. Bosa said this is a good card. Just surprised it's after Mania, which is true. Uh, in the Attitude Era, the, the two weakest pay-per-views are always the Backlash, which is the end of yep. April, and the Unforgiven, which is after the SummerSlam. Those yeah. two tend to be the weakest ones. But After the biggest pay-per-views. After you know? the biggest pay- I, I just feel like with the changing viewing habits, there's no like off-season anymore. They're trying to really Here's push the thing. It. Do you think that other company that's starting up in May is, is really... Who, 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 hey, what, <laughs> E, what, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that has a lot to do with it. You I think so. Deny. I really think so. They yeah. are stacking this up. And it, listen, if it doesn't matter, you don't even mention. With Triple H mentioning this stuff at the Hall of Fame, if they're, no, they're noticing, okay? Yeah. And that's, even they will never admit it publicly, but that's a thing. So they're stacking this pay-per-view up to get the attention on their product, which it will because it's a great card, you yeah. know? Yeah, and it's money in the bank. That you say a car that sells itself. Right. It's, it's a gimmick interview that sells itself. And I know that after whether no matter how good the card is after that, stomping grounds will not be as cool as money in the bank. No. Right? No. Uh before we get out of here, real quick, Jim, predictions as uh, you see is going forward in your the Nostradamus of, of our Afterbuzz TV. Your Afterbuzz Bam. TV. What, what's going forward, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> you know, my head's all clogged up. Yeah, yeah. What's going forward? Uh, we're, pre- we're going to Money in the Bank oh, okay. right after Money in the Bank. Right these, after Money in the Bank. These matches are already happened. We have our winners. What happens now? Okay, after Money in a Bank, uh-huh. you have to have a no disqualification, something with AJ and Rollins mm-hmm. where you separate them. And then I'm telling you, Corbin is going to go over. I, I feel this is. I, I, sense it this whole push is for a reason i think he is winning the money in a bank 
and he's going to hold it for a while, and then he's going to cash in probably at SummerSlam. I think it's going to be, you're going to see a big focus on Corbin coming out of this. So you're saying in 2019, Baron Corbin Corbin. will be the WWE (laughs) Universal Champion? Yes. I think he's the first guy to take it off Seth Rollins. What? Yep. Wow. I want That's you a guys prediction. That's at a... home to clip this gif out or gif, whatever you say. My my <laughs> can I say my boy now? I don't know. You got I, boys everywhere, man. Yeah. It's cool. My guy, Baron Corbin, who I wasn't even high on until recently. I'm never uh, high on that guy. Hey, he will be the first guy to take the title off of Seth Rollins. Wow. Wow. That is a prediction and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I, good about. It. I, I can't even top that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he won't hold it long. I don't think oh, he will hold it long. Sure. But still, even just taking it off yeah, I mean, now that you mention it, it does make sense how he has so many screen, so much screen time. He's in that second segment of Raw where there's a three-segment match, and he has all his accolades now, and everyone's putting all these... It, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just hate that universe. I, I just hate that You don't want to live there, but we're, yeah. we're exposed you get to all it. all the Infinity Stones. No, okay. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> Endgame right there. That is... Barry <laughs> Corbin being the head of the roster. Oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> yo, Jim, where can the world find you out here on the internet, man? Uh, they can find me. By the way, I apologize for no boudoir. I just don't have the energy today. But TK, you know, keeping it real and Jim's boudoir. Okay, you can find me all at the Jim Alexander on social media, realtalker.com. That's R-E-L talker.com. And yeah, uh, I'm I guess I'm the I'm proud of myself today for making it through, keeping it. MVP Thank style. you, Jim. <laughs> yeah. All the Corbin fans <laughs> sure am. All the Cor- both of them. Yeah. I think his mom stopped doing a fan. Uh, so shout out to Evan T. Mac, shout out to at TK Trinidad, and of course the patron saint of Afterbus Raw Jay Quasto out there doing his thing. So you on the internet, man. Liked a couple of your posts, it's awesome. I'm Flobo Boys, you can find me. On Twitter, at Flobo Voice. On Instagram, at Flobito and Flobito.com. June 2nd, I'm running for a bit of news neighborhood council. Let's go, Palms. Mayor. <laughs> yes, neighborhood council. Go out there and vote. Uh, make sure if you have friends in Los Angeles, tell them to vote too. And until next time, buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.